the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Being encouraged to trust, even when the trust seems out of place. Join us for Abounding Grace with Pastor Gary Wagner next. A review of the Old Testament would show God requiring of his children time after time things that are out of the norm, things that don't make sense. Today, God is still in the business of requiring of us trust and faith in him, even when it seems impossible. Welcome to Abounding Grace with Pastor Gary Wagner from Reformed Heritage Church in San Jose. You know, there are times we're called to go through trials and sufferings that just don't make sense, do they? And and God wants us to go through them with the ability to trust Him for the outcome. And that's what we're learning today here in Luke chapter 5. At your word, I will do is the title of our message. Here's Pastor Gary Wagner with today's broadcast of Abounding Grace. You know the demands of your spouses and your and the demands of your time. You know what it is to go to bed worn out night after night, burning the midnight oil because of the demands of human relationships, of marriage and of parenthood. Well, I want to tell you mothers and housewives, the demands of the Lord Jesus Christ, the demands that the Lord Jesus Christ places on your life go beyond the demands that your husband and children will ever make upon you. The demands of submission that the Lord Jesus Christ lays upon us goes beyond human exhaustion. It goes beyond what you are capable of doing in your own strength. When you are weary, when you are worn out, and when you can't keep your eyes open or can barely take another breath or another step, the demands of the Lord Jesus Christ on your life is, I want and I demand more. The demands of Christ go beyond exhaustion because the demands that Christ places upon a man and a woman and a young person governs the desires and actions of their heart and life regardless of the cost, regardless of the embarrassment, in spite of the fact that everything a man thinks and sees in the circumstances around him contradict the command. Jesus commands us like he commanded Peter. Walk solely and completely by faith and not by sight. Unconditionally, unhesitatingly, unequivocally submitting yourself to the commanding word of Jesus. And that, my friend, was not just something that Jesus pressed upon Peter long ago. That is exactly what Jesus Christ is commanding of you and I right now. You say, Gary, that's just too much for me. I can't do it. I've got all I can do right now with a husband and children. I've got all I can do with a wife and a job and children. That's more than I can take. And I tell you right now, if that's your choice, you will 
go to hell. Believing in Jesus as your Lord and Savior means taking the place of Peter and recognizing the total claim of Jesus Christ on every part of your life. It it means recognizing that you are to be the best possible spouse you can be. Not because of the demands of your husband or your wife, but because of the demands of Christ on wives and on husbands. It means you're going to be the best parent that any child could possibly want. Not because of the demands of your children on you, but because of the demands of Christ on you, telling you, this is how I want you to parent your children. You're going to be the best child that any parent could want. Not because of the demands of your parents on you, but because of the demands of the Lord Jesus Christ upon your life. Saying, here's how I want a child to be and to act. And on the job, you're going to be the best worker, the best employee, the best businessman that any employer could want regardless of how much money you make. Not because of the demands of the job or the employer or the amount of money you make. But because of the demands of the Lord Jesus Christ who says, This is the kind of businessman and employee I want you to be. His demands extend beyond the demands of spouse and parent and employer. They govern and regulate every aspect of our lives. So what does Peter do? He totally, totally surrenders himself to the word of Jesus. Laying aside all claims on his wife, on his life. His own decisions, his own energies to follow the Lord to Jesus Christ. And he does it with these words. Master, we worked hard all night and we caught nothing. But at your word, I will do. I will let down the nets. Regardless of what anyone thinks, I will lay aside any claim on my own life and my own business, my own ability to make decisions and the energies of my life. And I will put my life from start to finish in your hands, says Peter, at your bidding. I will do. I will let down the nets. At that point, Peter recognizes that Jesus' claim on his life is total. There is not one single aspect of his life that was to be kept for himself. You say, well, doesn't Jesus just take a tenth of my money and a seventh of my days? Aren't I supposed to give him just 10% of my income and keep only one day holy? Absolutely not. Anyone who even thinks like that is a fool. The Lord Jesus Christ demands 100% of your income. He demands seven days a week of devotion. You are not to be stricter, more faithful, a more zealous Christian on Sunday than you are on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Every day of the week is to be dedicated to service to Jesus Christ. One day is not more holy than the other. It's not just 10% of your income that belongs to Jesus. Every last cent you earn is His. Everything you are belongs to Him. Well, can't I just keep a part of my life to myself? No, beloved. That's the point of this story. There is no part of your life that you have the privilege of keeping for yourself. 
Jesus even says later on, He who tries to keep his life by saving it will lose it, and he who gives up his life for my sake and the kingdom will find it. If you try to keep a part of your life for yourself, well, you know, I have a right with a part of my time to do what I want. I have a right to hold on to my opinions about some things. I have a right to do what I want to do every now and then. Are you saying that every minute of my life I've got to think about Jesus and do what Jesus wants me to do and give up all claims on myself? That I have no rights to my time, no rights to my life, no rights to my opinion, no rights to anything that everyone else claims for themselves? That's right. That is the place you are to be if you are a Christian. Jesus, I will do your bidding. I will do whatever your word requires of me. Because I recognize your claim on me is total. It leaves nothing out. And therefore I submit to you today and every day of my life totally. Because I know you expect and demand nothing less. Peter is saying, Jesus, I will submit my will to be governed by your will. Oh, beloved, you probably already know that that's the hardest thing in all the world because we as human beings not only believe in free will, but the average man believes in a sovereign will. In fact, most people today who say they believe in free will really mean they believe in a sovereign will. They mean that God has given them a will to do whatever they want to do, and yet God can do nothing about it. My will is not under the control of God. If I give up my will, I will no longer be the master of my fate, the captain of my soul. If I let someone else govern my will, I'll be looked upon as a slave as if I'm not my own man or my own woman. You know, I've had the opportunity to perform a, a few weddings in my short ministry. And there are always a few unbelievers in the audience. Which is the main reason... I usually preach a short message with an emphasis on the centrality of Christ. And you always see a few looks of consternation among the congregation. But you want to know what raises the most eyebrows? Is when the couple recite their vows and the woman says that she will obey her husband, serve him, and honor him. Boy, the women livers go crazy with that one. That is a denial of my dignity as a woman to submit my will to a man and obey him. But you see, it's really not just women. It's men also. One sex doesn't have a corner on this particular sin. It is the whole human race. The one thing that we cherish more than anything else is our own will. I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And then Jesus comes to you and he says, listen, do you know what you have to do to be a Christian? You've got to surrender your will entirely to me. The one thing you prize more than anything in this world, you've got to lay down on the altar and give to God. And from this time forward, You've got to say, Lord, I will, will, whatever you want me to will. I surrender my will 
wholly and completely to you. That is basically what a woman woman does when she marries a man. But she doesn't do it totally because that man is a sinner and she is never to obey her husband if he commands her to sin. When you are employed, you submit your will to your employer for a certain amount of time each day, but you don't do it without limits because he cannot command you to do things that are sinful. But that is why I said earlier, the commands of Jesus go beyond the demands of job and the demands of family. When we surrender our will to God, it is without limits. We are to say, we are saying basically, I don't want to hold anything back and we must not, beloved. But when you do, we must ask him to forgive us. And then we must strive to turn away from it, to repent. Pray that God will give you the strength to do better. Peter was saying, Lord, I will do your bidding at your will, at your word, Jesus I lay down every claim on my life and I surrender my will to be governed by your will and by your word alone. That is exactly what Jesus wanted from Peter and that is exactly what the Lord Jesus Christ wants from you and I today. Don't you dare call yourself a Christian now if you are not willing to do this. You'll never be perfect in your life at this. You'll always have to ask for forgiveness for those pockets of resistance that remain within you. There will always be that constant temptation day in and day out to take your will back. And you've got to then ask for forgiveness and give repentance when you do. But there must be this subjection, this willingness as there was in Peter that as God gives you the strength you will surrender your will to be governed by the will of the Lord Jesus Christ as revealed in the Bible. So however the Bible says you are to view life, that's the way you are to view life no matter what kind of change and readjustment you have to make in your mind or in your life. When the Bible says This is the way you are to relate to other people. This is the way you are to behave. Then that is the way you are to relate. That is the way you are to behave. No matter how difficult or inconvenient or burdensome for a time that it may be. And no matter what kind of readjustment to the will of God you have got to make. That is what faith in the Lord Jesus Christ means. And when the Bible says that faith is that which conquers the world, overcomes the world, what does that mean? I mean, it sounds great, but what does it mean? It means that you conquer the world and all of its allurements and all of its attractions and all of its pressures and temptations by the powerful Word of God alone and nothing but the Word of God. You put your faith in his word. You surrender yourself to that word. And when you do, you are able to overcome all of the various pressures of the world. You're able to say no to them because now you have the strength and the structure you never had before. And it all comes from the surrender of your life to Christ. But if you don't surrender your entire life to Christ... You will be a slave to everything coming and going, beloved. 
You will become a slave to every temptation, to sin, filthy habits. You'll cave in. Are there any bad habits in your life that are destructive to your physical well-being, that are immoral, that you would like to be free from? You say, yes, sir. There are, and I've tried to get free from them for a long time, and I, I just can't do it. Let me tell you why you're not free. Freedom only comes with the absolute, total surrender of your will to Christ. If there is some immoral or deadly habit in your life that is displeasing to God, it is because of one reason and one reason alone. At that place in your life, you have chosen to keep your will for yourself. You don't need a doctor. You don't need a psychiatrist. You don't even need a Christian counselor. You need to repent and surrender your will to the will of Jesus. So that no matter how much you crave that immoral habit, you are able to say no to it because you know your will does not belong to yourself. The word of God should be the all-important thing in your life. That is what it was for Peter. That was the point to which Jesus was bringing Peter by his laughable demand. I want my word, Peter says Jesus, my revealed word to be all-important in your life, no matter what anyone else thinks. And not just the most important thing. I want it to be everything to you so that you're willing to give up anything for the sake of that word or go wherever that word leads you or be whatever that word commands you to be. Is that the Bible to you, beloved? Is that the way you approach the word of God? Do you read the Bible as someone who has surrendered his will to be governed by the Savior of this book? Or do you read the Bible in the morning so you'll feel better about yourself the rest of the day or even for some of you do you read it at all why do you read the word of God in Peter's life from this point on it was for the purpose of discovering God's will for his life Lord what do you want me to do with my time and energy and all the talents and abilities that you've given me I have decisions I have to make today. Lord, guide me by your word to make decisions that please you. May the most important motivation and the most important consideration for me and all of my decisions that I have to make now, not what is most beneficial to me, not what will make me the most money, not what will make me the most comfortable, not what will give me the most pleasure or please my spouse the most, but what may the standard by which I evaluate every decision I have to make be, what is your will for me, Lord? You know, when we have some major decisions like considering marriage or what college to attend or should I possibly even go into the ministry? Some of you come to me and say, Gary, will you help me decide what God's will is for my life as if his will only applies to the big decisions? No. We must seek God's will in every decision. That is why a Christian is to think about everything in his life. 
That is how he is to think about everything in his life. Because he wants to do the will of God on earth as it is in heaven in everything he does. He doesn't leave out one thing. God's word is to be the basic standard by which we make all of our decisions. Should I buy this suit or that dress? Will it be pleasing to God? Should I go to this place? Should I have this particular friend? Should I take this job? How should I respond to my child after he or she has committed a particular sin? You think like that, and people will think you're a fool. They will probably think you are extreme, and that is irrelevant. Remember, they laughed at Peter. The issue is... And all of those little details of life. What pleases God? And beloved, this means you better know God's word. Because sometimes things come at you fast and furious and you don't have time to go back to your bedroom and get your Bible out. You must be in the word of God regularly and think about it and meditate upon it. Because there is going to be times when you will be called upon to make decisions that will affect your whole family, your workplace, and as an elder, the church. And you only have a few seconds. So you better have marinated yourself in the word of God. So that the Holy Spirit can bring to your remembrance those things he has taught you when you studied the word. Because all you're going to have to go on sometimes in your life is the remembered, learned word of God. You don't always have your Bible at hand. You listen to the word preached. You study it. You meditate upon it. You marinate your mind in it so that it is always there. And then when a crisis comes up and a decision has to be made, The Holy Spirit can bring to your remembrance what He has taught you and you can live to please God as the Holy Spirit guides you. That's how the Holy Spirit leads us. And all the sons of God live by the Spirit of God. If you are of Christ, He leads you to the Word. He teaches you that Word. And then He leads you by that Word. But you've got to be in it. And you've got to have a desire to surrender to it. That is what submission is. That is what devotion to Christ is. That is what accepting Christ and your, as your Lord and Savior is. It means making His Word the all-important thing in your life. The standard by which you make every decision of your life. And it is only. As you live like this and think like this, that you will be effective in building God's kingdom. God uses your faithfulness, your complete submission to his will, and he blesses it abundantly by making you effectual for his kingdom. And next week we'll actually talk about that a little bit more. So be like Peter. Do God's bidding no matter what others think or say. And no matter the consequences. Let down your net. Submit to God's will completely. And he will use you for his glory. And for the furtherance of his kingdom. And then one day. 
he will come to you and he will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And no sweeter words could possibly resound in our ears. Amen. And that'll bring us to the end of our time today here on Abounding Grace with our teacher and pastor Gary Wagner from Reformed Heritage Church in San Jose. Thank you for joining us today. It's our hope and prayer that we've been able to encourage you in Christ and stimulate your walk in him. To address questions, comments, prayer requests, or concerns, please call or write to us. We'd love to talk with you. 408-866-5607 is our phone number, 408 408- Eight six six five six zero seven. You're also welcome to visit our website. Drop us an email when you do, reformedheritage.org. Real simple, reformedheritage.org. A lot of information there about who we are. We would invite you again to stop by, reformedheritage.org. Or if you're writing to us, the address is PMB, post mailbox, 402, and the address is 1484 Pollard Road, Los Gatos, California, 95032. That address can be found on our website, reformedheritage.org, or again, simply call 408-866-5607. Copies of today's program are just $5. Mention today's date, and we'll get a CD out to you. And please remember that we are listener-supported which means when you link arms with us financially, we're able to continue the ministry here on this station. It's a great way to study God's Word together, isn't it? And we'd love to continue to do so. Would you prayerfully consider how God might be leading you to partner with us? We'd love to hear from you. Again, won't you call 408-866-5607 or reformedheritage.org. Sunday services, by the way, if you'd like to join us, are 2 in the afternoon. We're located at Lone Hill Church, 5055 Lone Hill Road in Los Gatos. Directions can be found at our website, reformedheritage.org. Again, Sunday services are at 2 p.m. Further information can be found again at reformedheritage.org or by calling 408-866-5607. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, God bless. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.